You're starting. <laughs> we have to start over. You're starting. No, you're starting. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> okay. My brain isn't working. <laughs> uh, we can't end the broadcast here, so we need a pause. Okay. We just need a pause, and I'm going to have to cut it out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We've never. Okay. Hey everyone, I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. You're watching Moms in Real Estate spinoff, Girl, Educate Yourself. And today we're talking to our good friend, Mandy friend, Gilliotti. Yes, and she's going to be talking about work-life presence, and I'm so excited. Mandy, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love all of the content you guys are sharing, and so happy to be here. Absolutely. Let's get started with your topic, because it's so good, and, and the ladies need to hear it. Yeah. So today, work-life presence is just this, this path and this journey that I've been on personally as an entrepreneur, particularly in real estate. It's not like, oh, I work a nine to five job, you know, like you're just, it's, it infiltrates every piece of your life that if you're not focusing on being present, you, your time's going to be consumed. Your life's going to be consumed. And I have a feeling a lot of our listeners have felt like that before. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, where's my hand? There I it have. is. <laughs> yes. yes. So I put together just some five of my little tips that I was hoping we could kind of go through and talk about and kind of talk about some of the steps. Does that sound good? Absolutely. Okay. So one of the first things that I always like to share on in terms of work-life presence is that we've got to start by being selfish. And like so many times I, I have a podcast, it's called the pursue you podcast. And when mm -hmm. I say pursue you, it's pursue you so you can give the gift of your best self to everyone around you. And sometimes people are like, especially women, I know I need to help them. I need to help them. And not that you need permission, but like, let's start with the permission of like, let's start by taking care of yourself first. Not so that yeah. you're like, oh, it's all about me, but so that you can help more people. So that's my step number one. I think that that's so great because I think so many times we're like, like for years, I was like, I can't work out because I've been working all day. I can't go spend another hour at the gym away from my kids. But when I wasn't doing that, I was not the best person at home because I wasn't like, I never got my, like my own time, my release. And so yes. now that I've been doing that for myself for the last like six months to a year, it's been so much better. I think that's true for everyone. If you just, it's like, we were talking about morning retreat routines yesterday and whatever you have to do to, I think we were saying like, feed your mind, feed mm -hmm. your spirit, you know, feed your body so that you can show up and be your authentic, authentic self, which is how God created us so yep. that we can give the gifts. Just like you said, I think that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. What's number two? <laughs> number two, which of course you just like totally gave me a layup for it. So thank you for oh, that. You're welcome. Is, is to also realize that it's not this one size fit all mentality. So when you are working on what is your work life presence, what is how, when you are kind of balancing work and life, like what does that look like? It's this idea that it's not one size fits all. Somebody is saying, listen, I am going to get re-energized by reading this book, or I'm going to get re-energized by sitting alone in your car. Like, I'm not judging. Go get a foot massage. Go get a facial. Go work <laughs> out. Whatever it is, it's so often we feel like I need to work X amount of hours a week, and then I need to do this. And you look for everyone else's expectations of you and how you should mom and how you should wife and how you should lead to oh determine gosh. how you're going to live your own life. So it's not a one size fits all mentality is my second point. 
there was a mom, I cannot remember who it was, and she was talking about how she would schedule massages into her schedule so that she would have her me time. She hated massages, but she kept doing it. Were you with me? I don't remember. All I know is we've talked about this so many times, even iterations of being a real estate agent. Anybody who says this is the prescribed way and fill in the blank is just missing the entire point Mm -hmm. of the freedom of of figuring that stuff out for yourself and how it works best for you. That's for every area of your life, I think. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. All right, drum roll for number three. Drum roll for number three is... It's not about work-life balance. And that's when I keep saying work-life presence because Mm -hmm. we are most exhausted. If we're like on a tightrope, balancing tightrope is more exhausting than how about you just put one foot down on one side and one foot down on the other side. And that's where I think, especially in real estate, we get so exhausted because we're at home trying to, I don't know, homeschool your children while writing an email back to your client who's trying to figure out why the appraisal didn't come in high. Like, stop trying to do both things at once. Stop trying to stand on top of that tightrope and say, am I at work or am I at home? And then be there. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I heard the most amazing phrase yesterday during a podcast, because we both talk about it all the time. Balance. There is no such thing. That is a total lie. Mm-hmm. But so I heard this phrase that was work life integration, which I thought that really makes sense to me because I don't fully separate the two. I don't say I need to dedicate five hours here and five hours there. It's not a scale. It's like, how do you do both while not losing yourself in either. Exactly. Exactly. So let me, oh, go ahead. No, you first. (laughs) So I was going to ask you, I know some people struggle with like being present. So maybe if you have any like little tips that you could give people on, okay, how do you, how are you present? My favorite example is checking your phone at the top of the hour at nighttime. Because I had this issue and I've I've gotten I've gotten so much better at it, but I would be checking my phone constantly. Maybe I got a lead, maybe someone needs me, maybe something happened. And what that created was whenever my kids were behaving or whether whenever there was white space, I was like perfect opportunity to check my phone. And what mm-hmm. that created was this habit. But when I said I can give my kids this 60 minutes, 100% attention, because if I can't, that means that seller is more important than my kids. That seller Mm -hmm. who I just went on that listing consult for 60 minutes and didn't touch my phone, that seller I'm saying is more important than my babies. And that- good point. Oh, it hit me, but then it was also Mm -hmm. scary at, I wasn't, I was like, it was like 32 or heck, it was even like 605 and I was going to check my phone and I realized- Mm -hmm. It was a problem. So challenge yourself to check your phone at the top of the hour when you're with your family and see how that impacts you so that you can start to really say, this is a problem, but then also really say, be here, be here, be here. And it's going to take it some time, but the reward's amazing when you invest that time. It's so true. It's it's addicting. Like any, I don't know anybody who doesn't feel like even social media, your email, all the things like if I'm at a stoplight, I'm like on Instagram, I'm like, this is pathetic. It really is. So when you, like you said, you recognize like there's a problem, you got to do something about it. I yeah. And I have to turn my phone upside down because the flash makes me go like this. So I make sure it's upside down. Yeah. I'll start seeing it flash and I'll start getting anxiety. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my, or at the dinner, if I'm at dinner, I always leave my phone in the other room. And if I don't turn it on silent and I start hearing the, the dinging, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. That's Way right. too much. Problem. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that kind of ties into the fourth point, which for me is it's you as you're busy building your business plan, because I can bet any realtor, you're probably having some sort of a business plan. You know your numbers, how many contacts, leads, appointments, pendings, you know your numbers, but do you know your numbers in terms of your life plan? So all of these are kind of sequential in the fact that you have to determine what's going to work for you. What do you need so that this fourth piece, we're starting to bring it all together to create a life plan about what numbers matter to you. And when I'm talking about life plan numbers, I'm talking about how many nights a week do you want to be home for dinner? How many hours do you want to sleep? How many hours do you want to have completely by yourself for your self-care, whatever that looks like, whether it be working out, whether it be listening to podcasts, whether it be sitting by yourself, going for a walk, what do those date nights, what do those numbers look like so that you can really start to get a handle on? Because if you don't have a handle on your life numbers, my business numbers are going to take priority every single time. Oh my gosh. You know, until you said that, I didn't realize it, but I'm literally obsessed with my life numbers. Like I make sure that I have certain numbers, uh, uh, certain hours of sleep most of the time. Mm -hmm. I make sure that I have my workout time, my dates five or six nights a week with my husband. (laughs) I mean, those, (laughs) I'm obsessed with my life numbers and I never even considered that before you said, and it wasn't even intentional. It's just that important to me. Yeah. And I've never heard anybody uh, put it the way that you put it. I love it. Yeah. And I think Angela, you know, what you're sharing is like, how long have you been married? Over 20, well, we've been together over 20 years. So when Mm -hmm. when you think about that, like this is the message that I wish I would have heard when I got Mm -hmm. into real estate. Heck, when I first got married, because it's all of these things that you're like, oh, those just come naturally. They do like they don't come naturally to so many of us that it's amazing how when you look at people who've been married for over 20 years, it's like success leaves clues. Like, oh, that's important. You know, late nights are really, really important. (laughs) Time together, especially when you guys Mm -hmm. do so much together too, having that separate time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the final piece and the the fifth piece to this is building your guardrails. And I like to say, and I just, this visual speaks so much to me is visualize yourself driving down a road and the road is business and the grass on the side is life. I'm the kind of person that without guardrails, I'm like, I love business. I'm driving everywhere. Oops, I got to go check on something on the side. I have no direction and I have no boundaries in particular. So when I talk about this fifth and final piece, which is having guardrails, it's really so that you can have boundaries and so that you are protecting yourself from life getting too much into business and business getting too much into life. So these guardrails are this really final key that is so important to like protect yourself from like your natural tendencies. Oh my gosh. I feel like we're on like a professional show and you're like a professional person that we're interviewing, like the best the we, best we've we ever had. Like, you're amazing. It was so good. It was so good. I love this stuff. Well, it's succinct. The way that the way that you can communicated this thing, it's like people can follow it. It's succinct. It's these five steps. And you can consider each of these steps and consider how, how you're doing. Like, it's a little temperature check. You've exactly. got to tell everybody again about your podcast because I know people are going to want to listen to you. So go ahead. 
Yeah. So it's the Pursue You podcast, the encouraging you to pursue you so you can give the gift of your best self. And I'm a mom. I'm an entrepreneur. We have two other businesses. My husband owns a chiropractic office, and then we also own a daycare. So I talk about everything from entrepreneurialism to my faith. I love Jesus. I talk about everything from momhood to taking care of yourself to hiring and firing and leading your team. So I just do all of the wide assortment of topics. So far, I think I'm at like in episode around episode like 65 ish. So I've got a bunch of episodes you can tune into. And of course, follow me anywhere on social. I just love you. You're so I great. Do. I do, Mandy. This is the second time you've been on one of our shows and it won't be the last. Yes. And you guys, if you have not seen her episode of Moms in Real Estate, go to Moms in Real Estate's iTunes and you will find it on there because it was awesome. You can hear more about her story and her life. And hey, ladies, if you're out there and you want to come to Arizona because it's so beautiful here on April 22nd, we are having a Moms in Real Estate and Girl Educate Yourself get together. You don't even have to have been on the show, but you can have a chance to meet some of the, the past guests. We'll have um, a great time doing drinking mimosas or wine or just coffee. If that's I what have you a do. coffee truck. <laughs> and it's coffee really truck. cool. <laughs> and an awesome speaker that Kristen has lined up that will talk to us a little bit of bike work life and uh, presence is Absolutely. really what she's going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. So if you want to join us, contact us and we'll give you more details. April 22nd in Arizona. Thank you guys for listening. Mandy, thank you again. You are You're amazing. So Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Absolutely.